All right, guys, winter is approaching. Snow is officially falling in Colorado, and I've been getting quite a few questions about uh, track length. Do you want a wheelie monster or do you want a technical assassin? Let's assess and figure out which one's for you. Look, I don't want to talk. How you try and press the kid and read you was soft. All right, guys, welcome back to Let's Assess. So today, uh, it's BC in, in the uh, wonderful garage. I'm going to take you through just a couple of opinions on, uh, on track length. So like I said, this is my opinion. If you don't like it, then that sucks. It's just my opinion. So... I want to start out first with kind of what I am going to be talking about mountain tracks. I'm not going to be talking about trail tracks. A lot of people were commenting on the last video about like trail questions. I don't ride trails. This is specific to, to mountain riding. So just put that out there. So we're going to start on, um, 146, which is the shortest that I would recommend in the mountains which I know guys, some guys are riding shorter tracks than that even now, but we're going to start at 146 and then we'll take you up to uh, 165 and touch on maybe 174, which is another pretty uncommon track. So, okay, 146. 146, the reason, well, before I get into the specific track links, let me just say this. Um, I have made a video on my YouTube channel about this topic but I, we haven't shot like really a podcast on this. So this is just going to be more conversation and just like random thoughts that I have. If you want like a really structured uh, video, go to my YouTube channel. There's already a, a video there on my thoughts from a couple years ago. Some things have changed though. So the reason you would want a shorter track, and I'm just going to work up to why you'd want a longer track. The reason why you'd want a shorter track is it's more playful. It'll do re-entries better. It'll wheelie more. Um, it's a little bit more agile, and uh, it's just a lot of fun. Uh, the reason why you'd want a longer track is because it's more precise. Um, it's better for technical riding in most cases, and it's easier to ride, meaning you don't have to put as much input to it um, to get into the same zones as you would with a 146. So let's start on the 146 end. I'm already kind of all over the place. So 146. My personal thought on 146 is I would never have a 146 as my only snowmobile. And what I mean by that is I think there's a place for a 146, but I think that in the conditions that I ride 90% of the time, um, a 146 for most guys is a little too short. Uh, with a ton of snow, you get smaller amounts of float and you end up trenching a lot and it's really hard to get into technical spots. It can be done like AJ rode a 146 all last year. Um, but I personally, for the things that I like to do, I think it's on the shorter end. Now, on second thought of that, I do want a 146, and I will probably be having a 146 this winter. And that is because I will also be having something that is a longer track length that can get the job done in deeper conditions. So, I think that 146 is great for the guy that is just really, really wanting to do crazy wheelies, um, like flat ground reentries, just a bunch of crazy stuff. I've heard they're a lot more fun to jump. Um, I haven't spent much time on 146, but I'm probably going to spend a ton of time on it this coming winter. So that's just one thought kind of side on the 146. 
it would not be my first choice if I only had one sled. If I had two sleds, it would definitely be one in my arsenal just because on those days where it's not super deep, um, it would just be a ton of fun. It'd be like a highlight reel for for videos and stuff like that. So I think I will be, and we'll get into this later in a podcast, but I think I will be building um, a 146. Okay, moving up. So that's one end of the spectrum. That is like the shortest that I would go for the mountains. Um, in Colorado, you can go to 137. I saw Kasturki's riding one. That's great. But he ha- also has access to different track lengths all the way up to 65. So I that's my opinion on the 146. Going to the 155, this, in my opinion, is the best track length to start out on if you're mountain riding. I think it's going to be capable of everything that you want to do, but it's also going to build good habits of learning momentum, learning, um, you know, throttle, brake, all that stuff. Whereas if you started on a 165 and you want to go shorter, maybe you don't have some of the habits of, of uh, you know, technical riding, like good habits, like being able to keep momentum in technical terrain, knowing how to work the brake and the gas and everything like that. And so I think 155 is the best to start out on when it comes to mountain riding. Um, when it comes to more advanced guys uh, or intermediate guys, I think 155 is the do it all. If I could only have one snowmobile, it would be a 155. Uh, this sled right here is a 155. And it is just, it's a dream to ride in any condition. It's not the best in every condition because it's not necessarily specialized to one sort of riding, but it is absolutely a dream to ride 90% of the time. So you can get the crazy bow ties, you can get the crazy re-entries on any sled, but you can really get it on a 155. And then you can also go ride deep technical terrain on a 155 and you're going to be fine. And so I think it's that perfect happy medium. Uh, with that being said, if you have more than one sled, um, I think that maybe having, like I was running two 155s last year, that's probably not ideal because they're too close to the same thing. I think if you had two sleds, you do a 146 and a 155 or a 146 and a 165. And we'll get into that in a different podcast. But um, the 155 is so good for 90% of the riding. Um, it's good boosted. It's good NA. It's good everything. And uh, on that, I'm running a 2.6, 2.75 track. So we'll get into lug length here in a second. So um, 155, great all-around sled, uh, great all-around length, sorry. Moving to the 165, um, this sled is probably the best choice. If I was going to go technical tree riding that's deep or it was just super deep and I was wanting to have more speed coming into re-entries or jumps or whatever, I would probably pick the 165. Um, you're going to get more float. It's going to be easier to ride. You're not going to have to have as as much momentum. Uh, the downside of it is it's not quite as playful. Your skis aren't going to come up as easy. The re-entries are going to be a little bit tougher. Um, your wheelies are going to be, you're going to be higher off the ground, which is kind of fun, but it's just made more for the technical guy. Like I said, you can do any move on any track length. I'm just saying in general, if you were a technical tree rider, that's what you wanted to do. You lived in Colorado or Wyoming or Idaho or Canada, and you were you had a lot of deep snow. Um, that would be the track that I would pick if I was a tree rider. Um, 
they're again boosted, non-boosted. It's it's a good track length, um, and I could go along with the argument that 165 is a good happy medium. It's a little bit longer for my liking. Um, for just you know, I'm mainly doing re-entries and stuff like that, so it's a little long for that. It's a little overkill unless it's super deep. Um, but going a step further, you go to 174, and that is not a happy medium in my opinion. That is a that is a deep deep snow. Um, you want the easiest riding experience possible, and I say that because you don't have to with more float you don't have to carry as much momentum with before you get stuck so with the 174 you're going to be able to go slower you're going to be able to pick lines slower and so that's why i say for these beginners that are if you're just getting into the sport and you're and you your goal is to be a really good rider it would be easier for you to probably start out on a 174 or 165 but in my opinion when it comes to building your skill set and building fundamentals, I think the 155 is probably your best bet. So going back to the 174, um, super good for deep, deep, deep snow. I know like Carl Cooster and all those guys up in British Columbia, they'll use 174s. Uh, they just get stuck less. But for my riding style and the snow conditions that I'm in most of the time, I think a 174, you don't really need. It would be cool to have one on the super, super deep days but I would probably never add one to my fleet unless it was just a weird situation. So that's kind of my thoughts on, uh, on the lengths. If you have any questions, leave them in the comments. So when it comes to lug, um, there's a lot of argument with lug. A lot of people like a, a deeper lug, meaning the knobs, the paddles on the track are deeper and they move more snow. Um, in my opinion, uh, now that Polaris is making all the or most of the lug lengths in quick drive, meaning you're not having a chain case, I would go kind of whatever you think. I think, like I like to run a 2.75. Um, I, I wouldn't be opposed to a three inch, um, but I don't really see. I I think that's a good happy medium track. It's good in deep snow. It's good in harder snow. It stays relatively cool. Um, and it's quick. That's what I like about the 2.75 is it's quick to react and it's not, I, I just feel like it's quicker and it's, there's no rhyme or reason why I just like the 2.75. I think it is a great happy medium. And so with this sled, I basically set it up to be like good in, in, in every situation with one point or 155 and then 2.75 lug. I think that 90% of the terrain it's going to excel in. And then this year, maybe switching to a 146 and a 165, then I'll have my choice of like, if it's, you know, if I want to go do technical deep snow riding, I'll take the 65. If I want to go get rowdy and film a bunch of stuff, I'll do, I'll take the 146. Um, but it's just kind of figuring out what your riding style is. And that's why I go back to what should beginners ride. I think that 155, 2.75, or 3-inch, I think that's a really good place for you to start. And then kind of, you know, once you learn to ride, you, you're going to kind of fit into a style, if you will. Like, if you like the, you know, jumping and re-entries and bow ties and all that stuff, then you might go shorter. Um, and then if you like, like, the deep snow, you know, um, 
steep ravines, steep trail ride or steep tree riding and all that stuff, you'll go longer. So if I was a beginner, 155. And then just cater uh, kind of your resources. If you have one sled, kind of be conservative on what it is. If you have two, then kind of go one on each end. That's my opinion. And, uh, and I think you'll be good. When it comes to these track lengths boosted, I know a lot of guys in the BRP side of things, they're going to the 146 boost because now it's coming from the factory, which is super cool. I actually have, or I had one on order. Um, I think that's going to be an amazing sled for those like small percentage of guys. I think the 146 boost is a lot of sled in technical situations. It comes back really quick. It trenches really quick. And so if you're kind of a beginner, intermediate rider, honestly, I don't think you probably belong on that sled. I think that's for more advanced guys um, that kind of know what they want and they know the purpose of what that sled's going to do. Um, but I'm leaning to start going, you know, on opposite spectrums, one short, one long. Um, that's kind of my overall thoughts. I don't want to rant on this too long, but the lug thing, go with your preference, do some research. I like the 2.75. So if you guys have any questions, leave them in the comments, DM us on cook bros on Instagram. And until next time, hopefully that helped. Love you. Peace. Let's ride.